If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Spider-Man 1 was good. Spider-Man 2 was great. When we heard about Spider-Man 3, we were like, yes, what could possibly go wrong? Apparently everything. We saw Spider-Man 3, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How Did This Go Big? We're gonna have a good time celebrating failure, not just being a hater. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am your host, Paul Shear. I am joined, as always, by June Diane Rayfield. How are you, June? Good. How are you, Paul? And live via satellite or Skype, Jason Manzoukas in New York. Jason, welcome. What's going on? <laughs> is that what the delay is going to be like? <laughs> Get ready, everybody. <laughs> um, we is, that, a, is there a delay? I can't hear it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a little delay. We'll give you some delay. space on the side of it. Uh, we have a very special oh, guest. Brother. Uh, one no, of it's our, okay. It's okay. <laughs> one of our favorite people. Uh, she is the co-host of oh. Who Charted. Please welcome Kulab Filisak. Hi, hi. Hey, what's going on? Oh, man, guys. I'm psyched to talk about this movie. <laughs> so I brought up Spider-Man 3 because... I feel like Spider-Man is out in the theater. People have to look back about why this movie was rebooted, and it all stems from this movie, where there are equal parts dancing as there is fighting. There's just as many dance scenes in this movie as there are full-on fight scenes, and that, I think, is the main core problem of this movie. And not just dancing, but singing. Like, full-on singing numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I would say dance scenes as much as I would say, like, gun dance moves scene. Oh, yes. bad dancing, like 70s yeah. dances. <laughs> like staying alive style John Travolta dancing. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I do want to say, like, I, I know a lot of people's complaints about this movie is there are too many villains. Yeah. You know, you have, uh, you have the Green Goblin son. Yeah, you Harry. Got the, you got the Sandman. Marco. Uh, oh, you got it all. Uh, you, got, uh, you got Venom. 
That's right. And, and then you got Brock. Eddie Brock. But you got, but you have two because it's sort of yeah. like Venom is a villain of Peter and then Brock also is kind of a... I mean, I mean they did a crappy job of explaining that what I wanna, symbiotic Because you know this more. And, and I would say the fourth or fifth villain in this movie is coincidence. Because <laughs> the, oh there is God. so it's, much... The movie is... Yeah, there's... Oh. It's, I was just going to say, it's as if there's only six people in New York City. <laughs> It makes no sense. And they just sense. keep running into each other the whole time. <laughs> and and it's like, oh, thankfully, Peter Parker was hanging out in the park when the alien symbiote crashed yes. near him and it was sure. able to jump on his bike. It's it's not even... And he, that Eddie Brock happened to go into that cathedral, that yes. church, oh, while okay, that see, bell I was ringing. I didn't realize this, though, about the symbiote. I don't know from what you speak. So, basically, Brock was not trying to get into that Venom suit the venom he just suit got into him. Chose him. But I have some questions okay. about this venom suit. I mean, yes, all right, it's so messed up. All right, so basically, <laughs> the symbiote like attaches itself to Peter Parker's motor uh, not, scooter. Well, first of all, the symbiote is an alien. Yes. Yes. that's the other thing. Is by the way, guys, there's an alien in this movie. Yes, who is just goo. Yeah. Like the alien yep. is like, alien like Terminator Silver Goo. And yeah. then when his professor, Dr. Connors, tells him about it, he just, it's very blasé. Yes. This little creature is running around towards Peter and he's like, hey, don't don't hang out with that. Yeah, did you touch anything? No, I didn't, was confused because <laughs> when, the, when the symbiote first gets him, he's in bed in his Spider-Man costume and it just turns the red costume <laughs> black. And then he's able to take and that why off. why is he sleeping in the red costume on top of his covers? <laughs> no. No idea. He's warm. He, he was gets, like, it gets hot in he there. fell asleep listening to the police scanner. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, it was days by yes. from when the symbiote first entered Peter Parker's apartment to when he attached himself. So what was it doing? It was just hanging out, waiting just, for him to fall asleep. It was a full hour. It was a full hour of the movie before, like a meteorite lands. It attaches itself to Peter Parker's moped, yes. and then an hour later is like, oh wait a minute, why don't I just turn his red black maybe it attached itself to other things in the room like plants and, and it stuff. didn't work and it did <laughs> yeah. well, I would like to just bring up another part another general thought on this one how long do you think it was until we saw spider-man fighting there is one fight scene but when did oh my you, god when do you think like like 40 minutes 34 minutes and 36 seconds into the movie. It takes wow. until he is in the Spider-Man. You see, like, recaps of it. But That's until right. he's in that costume... 34 fucking minutes. That's it's, a lot of time. That's, that's a lot of time. That's like but, an origin story. Yeah, that's bad. That's like, they're trying to, he, they start off the movie like it's good times for Peter. Yeah. It's but great He's like, as popular, he's like as popular as an ugly Kardashian. Like he is kind <laughs> of like, and everybody, everyone's covering this story. Like there's too much love for Spider-Man. None of the Kardashians are but, ugly. Not <laughs> ugly. I'm just saying one of the less popular. Who cares? Like it's a Spider-Man movie, right? Yes. It's a superhero Spider-Man movie. Let's get and it to opens it. with like him seeing his girlfriend in a Broadway play. Oh yeah, we like finally get that finally nothing. that three minute scene of Mary Jane singing finally in our Spider Man movie. Thank we God. get to see Thank that. Fucking God. <laughs> that was By the way, God. I have a question about that scene because okay, so later on in the movie we find out that she didn't do it. Well, we only know that she didn't do a good job because other people in the audience tell us that. Well, no, only was she bad. In no, that she was good. Right? <laughs> Wasn't she good? I thought she was good. I'm no American but Idol guys, judge. Guys, we were in the vantage point of Peter, who was in the 
first row. <laughs> right, the reviewer. So we, okay. If the cameras were set up towards the back, her, her voice, voice was thin. Her voice, her voice didn't was carry. Thin. That her was her complaint. Carry. Her voice couldn't carry past the front <laughs> yes. row. It wasn't she was a bad singer. She just had projection problems. Okay. So like that's a real that's, that's a real specific. fucking terrible way to write. Like she's not bad. She's not bad. She just can't project. That's her problem. That's her fault. They are, she, no, no, guys, you are being way too generous. She was garbage. <laughs> Wait, now are you talking Broadway about the production of, <laughs> well, but that... of Man- Manhattan mean? Memories, the <laughs> classic? If we all saw that, we would be like, shame on you for putting that on stage. Well, but that's not her fault. I mean, the Broadway production consisted of like a set of risers and her in a white gown. Like there was no production value. She was also there was third no build. stage picture. She was third build in that play and she opened the show I, I don't know if like, like she was definitely the lead but she was always third build down I don't know what Manhattan Memories is but I would but I guess what I'm it. saying Jason is I agree the production was horrible but how are we to know that she was so bad in it that All this the is be a life we saw All her critics. we saw her sing and sort of dance she oh, I, didn't I, think she I, was I just terrible. have to say like she was not oh my god you are gee you are just too apologetic for <laughs> she could not she wasn't doing it. And she when she when it. she got fired, she walks out and there is a crowd that's clapping. Why did she think for one <laughs> second, <laughs> one second that it was for her? <laughs> that oh, that was that was bizarre. She visited the theater so midday. Midday she visited and walked out and like Because I guess uh, she's so used to that, is she? <laughs> No, I'm dead serious. I no, don't know the whole no, thing and make, everything. It, okay. it wouldn't make sense. Basically, for that I mean, Peter and Mary Jane have marital problems because Spider-Man's more popular than Mary Jane. I mean, she's that's, jealous of him yeah. and yes. his fame. And then the first half of the movie, it's like uh, the first episode of The Bachelor. We just keep on meeting bad guys. Like, oh, here's another one. Here's another. Like, everyone's coming out of the limo. Uh-oh, who is she? <laughs> who is Spider-Man going to fight? But I mean, they like they deal with James Fra- James Franco in this movie. Think he's great, very talented actor. I don't know what the fuck is going on in this. Like he, he was no. Francoing it up, guys. He's definitely Francoing. It up. He is. At one point in the movie, he he dies. In the yeah. early in the movie, he and Spider Man get in a fight. He dies, right? Literally dies. They bring him back to life, and he is instantaneously horny. they're bringing him like they're bringing him home from the hospital where he was dead and he's like hey man do I get a girlfriend he has amnesia hey man do I have a girlfriend man I gotta get a girlfriend seems like I'm pretty rich I could probably get some girls back here right like he is just straight up horny I do want to talk about the amnesia because the amnesia is very specific it's like he doesn't he he lost his short term memory so he forgets that Peter Parker killed his dad Sure. but then he also doesn't remember where he lived so that would mean that he like he clearly has yeah. lived in that apartment his whole life yeah. so it was a major brain injury yeah. Yeah. Major brain it was injury. a very selective brain injury and then it, you can 100% recover if you touch a mirror Oh. <laughs> that is what we learned. He touched a mirror and then he heard his father. And then he remembered everything. Oh, man. This is the second time William Defoe has popped up as a villain. He came back for this to shoot some extra scenes in the mirror. Oh, man. Um, let's talk about some CGI. The movie gets, like, the first and second movie, the CGI are pretty good. This one, it gets worse. I mean, the Sandman. So bad. Sandman, best no. villain of all time. 
Hey guys, can I ask a can I ask a question? Yeah. I don't know who is running that lab facility, but why are they doing molecular tests in the middle of the night? Oh, you mean the <laughs> hot model scientist lab facility where it's all hot women? Yes. By the way, did you uh, notice that there were hot women, women like in scenes where they had no business being? <laughs> well, did you notice that toward the very end? And Jason, I do want to hear this point, but toward the very end, there's a scene where J.K. Simmons is talking to that little girl photographer and all the press is around. Yes. There's this like tons of press and tons of photographers and then just a random hot blonde in a fur coat, not a photographer, just there. Those hot women in the in the uh, physics center, like yes. it makes no sense at all that they're there. Well, well, I mean, but maybe it doesn't make any sense because, like, to Jason's point, they're doing molecular tests at what? What do you think? What, what do you say, well, Jason? What time was that? It, it was like, no, well, it's the middle of the night, right? Because the guy uh, 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 Thomas Hayden Church has escaped from prison. Right. He's yes. climbed into his daughter's room. He's been thrown out of that room. Mm-hmm. He's run and been. And now time has passed. Now the police are. Alert. I'm saying it's like two o'clock in the morning. Yes. And they're firing up those molecular. Oh, like he, they're he, like we're <laughs> gonna start the test now in the middle of the night and there's no cameras on the test facility so they can't see what's going on inside. Assume it's a bird. They assume it's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird and it's okay. And then yeah. when he's climbing into over the fence, there's a sign that says particle test facility. <laughs> why would it, why is it so specific? Wouldn't it say keep out? Particle test Caution. <laughs> why so specific? But it's really weird. I have a, I want to get back to the basics and ask what time period this is taking place in. Because up until he got into that particle (laughs) test facility, it seemed like the Sandman's whole sequence of going home and to his house that was right by the railroad was in like 1947. And his outfit was like very, (laughs) oh brother, where art thou? Like it was so weird. He was in a different time zone. Well, I, I, that whole storyline, you're right. Like, even Teresa Russell, who comes out for, like, one line. Like, I remember I used to think Teresa Russell is this hot, like, sexy, like, Kathleen Turner she kind was. of lady. And then she's oh, just, like, yeah. just kind of, like, read, like delegated to, like, one line. Just, like, get out of here. <laughs> like, she, she looks like she like someone woke her up. Like, hey, get up, get up, quick. Go, come in, come and shoot the scene really quickly. Um, but, yeah, he, I, I, have a, I have a lot of issue with time in this movie. Mainly because while that's going on, Peter Parker has seen his girlfriend in a show. Sure. So you would imagine that show started at 8, probably ended at 10. Uh, then they went out and hung out in the park for a bit. And then he drove her home. Oh, by whatever. the way. And then he goes when, visit. Oh, yeah. When, when they're in the park and he's like created a spider web for them to <laughs> lay in. Yeah. And this is supposed to be like they are in love. They have like the chemistry yeah. of like... <laughs> Two sacks of wet dog shit. <laughs> like, and that's being nice. No chemistry between them. Yeah. It looks like they don't want to even be they together. They don't want to be next to yeah. each other. Tobey Maguire also looks like he's a little older than Play the Place, but he doesn't look. Yeah. You know, the fun of it is out of it for him in this movie. But I had this issue with. So he goes and hangs out with her in the spider web. They're hanging out. He drops her off, and then he goes visits his aunt May and goes. To tell her that he wants to marry Mary Jane. It must be like 2.30 in the morning there, too. Like, it's like super late to go make a visit to your grandma yeah, Mace, like, or your aunt. Yeah, from insomnia. <laughs> she was ready to make some tea. Well, she came over for one, like, two lines later on in the movie. Like, oh, yeah. hey, are you okay? All right, later. You'll later. be fine. <laughs> like, what? He went on the subway oh. for that. <laughs> So much, so much of this movie. Um, so, all right. There's we, a part. 
when when Thomas Hayden Church turns into Sandman, right, and he's yeah. running away from whoever, there is a point where he's introduced where he turns and looks straight into the camera. Yeah, I saw that. that Did anybody weird. else notice this and yes. notice how bizarre yeah. it was? I did it not me, notice. I didn't notice. I noticed it, and it made me feel really weird. <laughs> I was like. What is happening? Why did somebody allow him to do a straight-to-camera take? Well, I think because he probably, he, probably, <laughs> he probably wasn't really on set that much. I guarantee that Thomas Hayden Church is on this movie three days max. I mean, like, he's never, like, he's always the Sandman. You well, see him running. And once- now, let me ask you about the Sandman, though. So, so he can only turn into Sandman when there happens to be sand around. No, he can only be big. He can make himself bigger. With some oh, more sand. Yeah. Okay, and you know, so there's always those trucks full of sand running I through mean, New York City. Giant <laughs> trucks of sand. That say sand on them. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but okay. So, so he New York be, is the perfect place. New York is the perfect setting for him to run wild. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's an island, you guys. Manhattan's an island. It works for me. Now, but he can be put out or he can be destroyed by water, right? Because he just turns into wet sand and no, like slush. No, I mean, I yeah, he's not strong in, okay. in, in that. He, and then he has to dry out. But he's strong <laughs> enough to hold that locket the whole movie. Yep. Okay, but then he can also be destroyed by fire at the end. Well, he can be turned into like stone by fire. Yeah, you know, how they make glass, June. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sand and fire makes okay. glass. Okay. It, I also had an. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought the learning curve was very quick okay. for oh. becoming a Sandman. He literally was, you know, molecularly destroyed, and then he was like, "Oh, huh, I'm a Sandman." Oh, my arm fell apart. Oh, now I got it. No, oh, now I'm not. A, not only did I get it, I'm able to turn into literal flesh yeah. and create my yes. t-shirt and pants within a second. It was sort of like there was yes, no, there completely. was no crawling. It was sort of like. Oh, I'm sand? Okay, I'm back. I'm back now. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, shake that off. Well, it's almost like you would assume he would just be a man made of sand for the rest of the movie. But nope, he's now going to look exactly like he did before Thomas Hayden Church wearing <laughs> a green striped sweat uh, t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> and and I love that, it, that he really did commit to that shirt. He was like, I did like that. He, he was Thomas in that for Hayden, one week. He basically... Went home and was like, yeah, I remember my stripy shirt. I like this shirt a lot. He had to go get that stripy shirt. But that is his outfit in the of comic course. book. That, it's, yeah, that is the Sandman's oh, outfit, sorry. unfortunately. No, sorry, you guys. No, source no. material. Source but, material. Source, <laughs> but source material. Like, that, is, that shirt is canon. Um, <laughs> today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious. Even in a sea of milk, the crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Explain to me though, like. Was the Sandman well represented in this movie? I don't know no. much about. I, <laughs> Nobody was well represented. I mean, the same learning curve goes for Brock. How did Brock know he gets the Venom suit? He yeah. knows all these things immediately. Immediately, about. but the Venom suit on Brock just kind of like it makes him into an alien. The Venom suit on Peter is just sort of something he can take on and off. Yeah, explain those teeth. The Brock's teeth. Why did his teeth go like that? Yeah, when he became- Brock all of a sudden has like a monster mouth. <laughs> No, in the in well, the that's I mean, Venom. That's okay. Well, then you get into a whole different situation where Venom, the symbiote, when it's attached to Peter Parker, it makes him, you know, this kind of in the comics, this dark evil Spider-Man. And then uh, where he says, when "Give the, me when, a cookie." <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah, you know, Peter Parker really. When the symbiote detaches from him, it becomes uh, Venom, which is a like a, cl- a classic Spider-Man villain, yes. which is. It has huge teeth and a crazy tongue, and but is then for, like for Brock to have that teeth when he's not when it's taken off of his face and we just see Topher, yeah. it's weird yeah. for him to have those teeth. Oh, it's that weird. makes no sense. Yeah, um, I have so it also makes no sense that Topher Grace is in this movie <laughs> with Topher. that beautiful hair. Topher Grace <laughs> is that in this what movie. Brock's hair is like in the source? He's material? a blonde guy, okay. I guess. But I do want to talk about Topher Grace's ama- amazing camera and eyesight because there is twice in the movie. Once when um, Brock is like running to a, uh, a scene where you know a crane has gone loose at a model shoot and um, a model and copier shoot, a model copier shoot, and what and is that? When Stacy is, and she says it later on in the movie, sixty-two <laughs> stories. In the air. 62 stories. And without a beat, he looks up and goes, oh, that's Gwen Stacy. By the way, fucking eyes do you have? 62 stories? This is his first scene. This is his introduction to the movie. It is minute 35. He realizes it's Gwen Stacy and he's standing next to her father. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, by the way, I'm dating. What is happening? 
Wait a second. So Gwen Stacy, because I did just see the new Spider-Man. So Gwen Stacy is a model now? That that was weird. <laughs> that, on every level, was Is she weird. not a model in the source I material? I just want to say source material. Do you material. remember, Jason, if she was a model? I don't remember her being a model, no. And I think this actress, what's her name again? Bryce, Bryce Howard, is a gorgeous woman. Gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Not model-esque, though. No. No. Uh, She's not like a Jessica Chastain. Yeah, Jessica I'm Chastain. Just I'm just kidding. They're, they're identical to each other. Yeah, she's got like more of a Rubenesque figure. She's got a gorgeous figure. Sure. So yeah. when she's talking about when I can't believe you just called her fat. Wow. I didn't. I, wow. I prefer her body. But that's why they had to hide her behind that copier. <laughs> But when she she goes up, when Peter's about to ask Mary Jane to marry him, and she goes up and was like, oh, do you have that photo of me and Spider-Man kissing for oh. my portfolio? <laughs> by the it's way, just ridiculous. She, by the way, she goes, do you have that picture of me and Spider-Man kissing? Oh, uh, he doesn't, but every newspaper in the city does because it was on it. We just passed the newsstand. By the way, now we'll talk about that kiss scene. So they're giving Spider-Man the key to the city in this movie. And he like he swings down and does that move that he does in, like, I guess, Spider-Man 1 or 2 where he like hangs upside down. And the audience, for no reason, goes, kiss him, kiss him. Like this, why? Yeah, so basically, like yeah, like the audience like starts chanting for them to make out. For no reason. And then Peter's yeah. like, yeah, make out with me. And they do. <laughs> Which would show you that he was maybe already controlled by the symbiote at that point, or he just yeah, ego see, was. that's what I thought, no, too. No, that was but just no. pure ego. No, it hasn't happened it yet. It hasn't happened yet. Okay, He's so, just a fucking scumbag. So the fame is getting to his the fame head is, is getting what we're to, to understand. Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, there's so much to talk to. He has, like, legitimately, I feel feel like, as well as a pantheon of villains, there's also kind of three love interests. There's there's MJ... Gwen Stacy, and it's the weird Franco. Russian girl who lives across oh, the Ursula! hall. Ursula! <laughs> I'm obsessed with Ursula. Ursula's baking nonstop in the movie. <laughs> She's and just also, making things. And also, by the way, kind of the cutest of the three. I kind of agree with you. I, I Googled her to see what yeah. she's been in, and not much. Uh, she has like a very Ricky Lindholm, like yeah. adorable, cute little face. All right, so when we last were talking, we were talking about Ursula, who is an interesting character and kind of is our lead into this Spider-Man change. Yeah. Transformation. This transformation, I am mind boggled. (laughs) I am like, I am, like, I feel like no one, everyone looked at this group and was like, we're shooting this? Okay, great, yeah. No, I have no notes. Like, how did this get past even the first draft? Because Peter becomes... Kind of like a 70s cool, like a Dean Martin. He like Austin Power. Yes. yes. Yeah, literally, yeah, that scene down the street is like Austin Power. Like, he's guys, walk- and I, I can't guys, tell. I enjoyed that. No, no, I you didn't did it. it. I enjoyed it. I hated no. it when I saw it in the theater. This go around, I enjoyed well, it. you enjoyed it ironically. I definitely I ironic. don't know. Oh. I don't know if I did. Because <laughs> he's so dorky and he's like trying to be cool and I enjoyed it. I do it. agree with you though that it kind of plays on that level where it's like it's weird it's like he's got this sort of dopey face <laughs> and so he's doing it and it With almost seems like a joke yeah I honestly felt thought it was like a comedy s- it is sequence yeah okay, so he's it not is. trying but, he's not cool but but no but that's the thing some women react to him like oh who's this hot guy and then other women are like 
who's that fucking nerd? So like I don't know what I don't know what the reality is. It's like because some women like what? Ursula definitely, and then there's some women like that one woman who looks up and up and down. is like yeah, like I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> Why? What, when well, he d- has this transformation, right? It starts with the Justin Bieber bangs. It yeah. starts with oh, like weird, I would weird say, bangs. I would also say then that go, yeah, the, go the bangs. I, I got when I saw it, and he switches his hair. I felt like he was making a Hitler hairstyle because his hair is so short. He's like kind of pushes it down. I'm like, what, what is cool in it? Like, oh, I gotta get that cool Hitler look. He looked like a mixture of Tom Cruise and Katie Lang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who I will contend are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and so he he starts talking and like this was anybody else i also was really puzzled by like he becomes kind of a dick then he's doing his dance you know he's doing his his strutting down the street with his finger guns he's giving everybody finger guns like yes. strut strut finger guns finger guns then he goes into a store to buy a black suit and the doors of the store have multiple signs that say clearance sale <laughs> Why is he in a super cheap suit right now? What's happening? I I don't I don't understand. And also that sequence is like it's the movie is I mean it's not reality, but it's not hyper reality. That sequence is hyper reality. Yeah, yeah. I did think he the, looked good in that black suit though when he came out. <laughs> All right, he I looks did. fine. <laughs> Uh, the issue was the finger guns, and then when he goes into like the club, I mean that's I will I will contend that that's horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip of him just talking to the girl in the club because you just gotta hear his the way he talks cool like yeah, Dean yeah, Martin. Yeah, Here we yeah. go. Oh, I hope we can get a table. Find us some shade. Find us. Thanks, hot legs. I missed uh, uh, miss that in my viewing. Thanks, hot legs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, hot legs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, guys, I'm going to use that to get into Comic Con parties. Money. <laughs> I do have a theory, though, that the alien symbiote came from like the 1940s. The alien, <laughs> oh, that, the, right. he's being, the alien is kind of off. He's like, oh, we did research. The rat pack is big. The, the alien is old. The alien. I mean, like, he's like in this world and he can be a great dancer. An oh. amazing piano player. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Now dig on this. Yes. You can just play piano. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But yet he's still, Jared, like, he still wants to get back at Mary Jane. Like, he should just be fucking at this point. Like, (laughs) I mean, that's what they want him to do, but he's not. Like, he's still kind of, like, got that Peter energy. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is... Eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold, and often in my pantry, because I love these. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. 
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Okay. You know we haven't okay. talked about? What? The omelet dance party. Oh, gosh. Guys, what was that? That so, was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so James Franco decides that now I guess he's going to be, or Mary Jane's like, well, you know, Peter, is, he's too much wrapped up in uh, Spider-Man. I'm going to start uh, hanging out with uh, with James Franco's character. And then they go and make omelets together and have an omelet dance party. <laughs> Chubby Checkers, the twist. <laughs> Who the fuck is watching this? Who is making this that movie? Like the crazy. twist. The why? Is it, the, why is this? This movie is f- so bizarrely old timey. That's yeah. what I'm saying, you guys. I think that like there were two scripts, and one was an old timey script, and one was a current script. And they could not decide. And they just make, and they shot they them shoved both. it together. Seriously, because there's a lot of old timey stuff in here. <laughs> oh, you know what? There was one thing in there. This just reminded me of old timey. Like when they're in the newspaper headquarters. That definitely looks old timey. So yeah. old time. And, 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 and J.K. Simmons is playing it that way. Yeah, and J.K. Yeah. Simmons is like the best part of this whole movie. Him. Um, him and Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, amazing too. Um, but they like behind J.K. Simmons' desk, they have like giant framed covers of the the newspapers, like the classic ones. But the one that they have up that is the worst. It goes Doc Doc Ock still at large. That was the one that they framed. It was like I just thought that was just a dumb thing. Like Stupid. it's not. It's not even like a great picture. It's not that like they broke a story. It was just sort of like <laughs> this thing is still happening. It was like. Like, yeah, frame that one. Frame that and one. What was going on with his um, horrible, like, operation game table that Elizabeth, Elizabeth oh, yeah. Banks would keep buzzing? Because he has uh, high blood pressure, yeah. right? Yes. Wait, was that so, Elizabeth Banks or yes, Parker Posey? That, that was Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. Who was great. Oh, I thought she was yeah. hilarious. She was great. Yeah. I kept thinking it was Parker Posey. Oh, no. Banksy. <laughs> Oh, Banksy, Posey, guys. Banksy. It was the way. It was the art, street artist Banksy? Yeah, yes. yes. In an Elizabeth Banks costume. <laughs> Whoa. A Venom Elizabeth Banks costume. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we talk about this for a second? Remember when, I know I spoke about this a little bit earlier, when James Franco died in the movie? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's dead. He's like literally dead. They bring him to the hospital. The doctor comes out and says, he's going to be okay. Or no, no, he's going to be okay, but he has amnesia. He doesn't remember anything. MJ shows up. She and Peter are like walking out, and MJ just goes, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, oh yeah. So, based like, like, on what? He was literally dead an hour ago. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. So What? He's definitely not going to be fine. By the way, I don't understand also, no one gets hurt in this movie. Is Peter Parker, I don't remember this from the comic, but Peter Parker, is he invulnerable to anything? Because no. they literally throw him up against a moving subway, through buildings, no scratch. Uh, so much yeah. debris. They create so so much falling debris from the sky that thousands of people on the ground in New York City must have died during these ba- like like at one point Hobgoblin and 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 Spider-Man are having a fight a giant chunk of a building falls off and like fall, just falls to the ground and I, and you you so many people must die, be dying it's crazy 
And oddly, like, never marry Jane, because she is constantly falling. Oh, yeah. Poor girl. Constantly. A lot of women, like, dangling from 60 stories and above. Oh, also, when they do trap Mary Jane in a giant spider web of uh, of a taxi cab caught in a giant spider web, I love that the bad guys had to write on it. I wrote this down. (laughs) Uh, Like, uh, Spider-Man, stop us if you can. You don't think he's going to get the message that there's a giant spider web and his girlfriend's going to... They had to, like, also spell it out (laughs) in the web. Like, we've got to make sure. We've got to make sure. There was a lot of strange exposition in like the late second act with that reporter basically just narrating what was happening. Like, all oh, hope that, is lost. That English reporter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> with uh, L- KTLA is Hal Fishman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense because in New York. Um, <laughs> and uh, so so basically, you know, for most of the, so the beginning of the movie, James Franco hates Spider-Man. Then he gets amnesia. Then he likes him. Then he remembers. Then he hates him again. And then at the end, he likes him again. And this is uh, this is my one of my favorite parts of the movie because basically there's no way to bring these two characters together. Like, like it's like James Franco's like, you killed my father, Spider-Man. I hate you. Uh, you're a terrible person. Fuck you. And you think, well, they're never going to see eye to eye. Clearly, Spider-Man didn't do it until this man came. Can we play that clip? If I may, sir, I've seen things in this house. I've never spoken of. What are you trying to tell me? The night your father died, I I cleaned his wound. The blade that pierced his body came from his glider. I, I know you're trying to defend your father's honor, but there's no question that he died by his own hand. I loved your father as I have loved you, Harry. All right. So, so basically, as your this, friends love you. So basically, he he clears it all up. Uh, thank God the butler came in and now finally told him this. Like the butler knew this all along, right? Well, but I think the butler had that sort of like old timey reverence as a butler of like <laughs> I'm not going to get into these conversations. I'm I I don't see That's anything. That's a big conversation to avoid. I feel like Alfred gets into it with yeah. that a lot. <laughs> get get a little bit more involved. Get a little bit more involved when when you're when you're person who paid you. But I think thinks, the butler was living in like 1862. <laughs> By the way, his own time period. I, maybe he's just an older actor. That butler was terrible. That was some yeah. of the worst acting oh, I've ever seen. Uh, if you get the Blu-ray, uh, <laughs> in the DVD extras, uh, he is part of the blooper reel. The uh, butler. The butler is. And wherein he's just as like, he's just yeah. an older man. Oh, <laughs> it's dear God. Not, Couldn't get the lines out. Yeah, he's just like, and the cannon, the how blade, dare, the blade. How <laughs> dare they put that on a, on a blooper Blooper reel. It's like this is an older actor struggling. Uh, he approved it. Uh, <laughs> also, want to point out that in that scene when Spider-Man and, and uh, James Franco fight, um, the hovercraft is kind of it looks like it hooked up by ISB, like a USB cord to a computer, oh, like yeah. just like levitating by a cord, and like it gets unleashed. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta charge my hoverboard. Be, he might as well be riding a hoverboard from Back to the Future Three. Right. It, yeah, it really is. It, it looks just like that. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. By the way, well, this is a brings up like yeah, like, like I think another thing is like it's cool. People like snowboards, right? Isn't it yeah. cool? Yeah. Oh man, those little fireballs came in handy yeah. a couple times. And who is this? Like, who is this movie for? 
You know, because know. like th- it's not really kidsy enough to be like a Spider-Man kids movie. Because then there's a weird, there's so many weird triangulating love stories happening yeah. that make no sense. There's like 20 minutes between every action sequence. This movie is a fucking disaster zone. <laughs> I, 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 so angry. That Spider-Man doesn't show up in costume for like 40 minutes. And, and, and when he does that, fight, he's fighting a lot out of costume. Yeah, and it did have that feeling of just like Spider-Man aging a bit and just sort of dealing with some... Some real life issues. Some real life issues. <laughs> this whole know. movie feels like it was put together by like tape and like glue. It's like, I mean, because like even to defeat, to defeat these villains, like, oh, Venom hates bells. The vibration. Like a vibra- oh, vibrations. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? I thought he yeah. hate bells because, like, oh, the church and the ding. Oh, yeah. I guess vibra- <laughs> why does Venom hate, why does he hate vibrations? I mean, we're not from their real? world. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> I mean, from the book. I just thought from the book maybe it would be in there. Imagine you're a child. You love Spider-Man. You go to Spider-Man 3, and half of the movie is dedicated to Mary Jane's failed Broadway career. (laughs) You're right. If you were reading that as a comic book. You're right. That's never part of the comic book. On what planet? It's like, with somebody like, you know what would be good here is if we fused a Spider-Man story with a chorus line. And by the way, though, that's such an unsympathetic storyline for her. Like, we're supposed to care that she didn't survive on Broadway like it's yeah, just a very right. kind of like by the way care. looking at the reviews online everyone's like I hate Mary Jane she's a bitch like I mean people really go after her but I think it's because like <laughs> she's like getting in Spider-Man's way or a dumb career like people yeah, do not want to hear that immediately scene. kisses Harry like for like, yeah <laughs> oh, that's tough that's so tough. many dumb things in this movie so I mean ugh, gosh but that is hardy just even source material wise MJ's not a great kid character. Yeah, but she's like a second I mean she's like a second lead in this. Yeah. And Gwen Stacy is a better character in the books. Yes. Why? Because she it seems like from the Spider-Man we just saw, she's more sort of into chemistry and knowledge and all that stuff, right? Attitude, chemistry and knowledge and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but seriously, <laughs> that's why she... that's why I was upset that she was a model in this one. Because yeah, it's I mean, like, like Mary oh, Jane's yeah. an actress. No. Like, it seemed like she, Gwen Stacy, had more to offer Spider Man. Oh, mean, yeah. In the book, and don't she's... get me started on Black Cat. Oh, Black Cat. That's right. Why Come didn't on. they bring Black Cat? It's because Cat one Woman was so bad, so they weren't yeah. going to bring her up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, nerds. <laughs> um, obviously, we did not like this movie. All right, so these are. Reviews called on Amazon. Normally, we're able to find some very fun reviews, uh, five-star reviews. This time, it was a little harder because the staunch fans were really staunch fans, um, and they. We just, but these are some of my favorite five-star re- reviews from Amazon. This is from Marcus Shelbendlisman. Um, don't know how. It's really confusing looking. From St. Louis, Missouri. This is a lot different than the other two. When Peter gets a new black suit, he acts funny, but I enjoyed it. Five stars. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. I also like the black suit on it. And then this is from Jay, my favorite review of all time. 
In Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man fights a Sandman. Spider-Man gets the black suit and fights a Sandman in the sewer. The Sandman turns to mud. Peter fights Harry with the black suit. Harry throws a goblin bomb at Peter. Peter dodges it and throws it back at Harry, and his half of his face blows up. Harry and Spider-Man fight Venom and Sandman. Harry defeats the Sandman. Harry saves Spider-Man and dies from Blade, from Venom. Spider-Man throws goblin ball at the black suit. The end. A must-see movie. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite, favorite things. Now, Cool Up, uh, we all saw the new Spider-Man. Did you see yes, the new Spider-Man, I did. Jason? I did not. Okay, so I, Cool Up and I were talking the other night, and I said, well, I like this new Spider-Man way better than Spider-Man 3. And Cool Up's like, I don't agree with that. So now after rewatching it. I still like Spider-Man 3 over the amazing Spider-Man. Fuck you. <laughs> No way. I'd give my review for Spider Man 3 would be that. Would be like uh, uh, Spider Man 3, uh, two stars. Not great, but future, (laughs) in the future, I will like it way more than the amazing Spider Man. I disagree. I disagree. Wow, Club. I yeah. I I think the actors in the Amazing Spider-Man are great. I think the story is so boring and long, and there's nothing. Oh, this was it. No, you're right, but. Again, this I know. This movie I'm... is nine hours long. <laughs> it was really long, you guys. It was really Too long. Too long. I feel like there was more things happening in this movie. For, and I know that's also its detriment. Yes. Because too. you said to me, you said to me, well, name one scene that you liked from The Amazing Spider-Man. And then I watched this and I'm like, I can't name a scene from this movie that I really liked. I, I would prefer to watch. I like the, emo- as crappy as this was, and as you guys said, yes. it's patchworked. I think the emotional story is way more interesting for me. And in the flashbacks when Uncle Ben dies in yes. Spider-Man 3, that was more meaningful to me in that horrible Spider-Man 3 yes. than the new movie. Ooh. The new movie, I felt nothing. Do you agree oh, with wow. Cool Op? Tweet at us. Tell us what you think. Tweet at wow. Cool Op. Tweet at us. Find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you guys recommend watching this movie? I think I would. because it's, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> just for the bad, the Venom sequence alone, it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, for the dance would, scene and the finger guns, it's pretty To be a completionist, you guys. Come on. You gotta watch yeah, them all. I would watch it. I would watch the first two first. I wouldn't watch it just to watch it. Right. I would watch the first two and then watch this because because in juxtaposition, you will truly appreciate what a bag of shit this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you saw this as the first one, you'd be like, oh, this sucks. But yeah. to see the fall from grace, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I yes. haven't seen the first two. Yeah, what well, did you think in watching only The Amazing Spider-Man and this? I really liked The Amazing Spider-Man. And then what did you think of this? I it, thought this was insane. Yeah. Did you like the chemistry between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone more than uh, Tobey Maguire? 100%. I would agree, that, 100%. I thought their chemistry was like off the charts. Well, because they really are in love. Well, they have real chemistry because they guys, do. they're really in love. They love yeah, each other. <laughs> um, all right. So this is uh, another episode of How Does Get Made. Uh, let's plug some stuff. Um, I am at Paul Shear on Twitter. At Miss June Diane. At Cool Up. Just Not cool on up. Twitter, guys. Not on Twitter. You know, Jason, someone recommended that you uh, you save the name at Not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you should uh, you should do that, or someone should do that as you. Um, a big uh, shout somebody, out. I'm, so now I'm sure somebody will. Yeah. A big shout out to Elizabeth Berry. She gave some big time money to have this get made. A hundred bucks. Wow. That is going to go to something. I don't know, but uh, we keep it going here. We thank you so much, Dave Steffi, who pulls our clips every week. Cody, who's doing all of our engineering. All the great people here. Uh, Caroline over at Earwolf. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. Soon, I hope. (laughs) All right, uh, bye-bye. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. 
so we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.